What the fuck is up, everybody? Leslie's complaining already. Welcome to the fuckery with Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. I'm Lenny Marcus. And I'm Leslie Jones. And this is the podcast where we keep it 100 at all times. We talk about the fuckery going on in the world and our lives. We're having a lot of fun doing it this week in studio. We got Leslie's trainer, Thaddeus Harvey. This is going to be great. We answer your listener questions. And in the last segment, of course, is the fuckery of the week. But first... Let's catch up. What the fuck is up? Leslie, yesterday, after a fun week, as always, I get a text. Oh, One God. of your old ex-assistants is ringing your doorbell, and she's like, Leslie won't answer <laughs> the door. <laughs> I was knocked the fuck out, man. I was like, first I saw her ring my phone at Lacey. 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 Wait, well, let me just recap how many assistants there have been. Oh, okay, I'm going to go in reverse go order. The, the current one, we Jay. Here we go. The flat earther fell off the horse. Got a car, entitled <laughs> with her dad and the or uncle in the business, and then Lacey before that. Yep, and then Christina, and it was Tina, Chris, and Danielle. But yeah, we Tina like Les, Lacey. Yes, we like Lacey. Lacey was a good assistant. She's from East Coast side. You know what I'm saying? She's coming too. England. She's going to go to the game with me tonight. Oh, that's great. She yeah. sounds like Peppa Pig, which is why my daughter loves her. Oh, my God. I love Lacey. Very British. I love, and she's just very efficient. She's very. She yep. knows how to get it done. She's just quick. She just was. She just didn't want to come across the country. She just with didn't want to come. If she would have came to LA, I would have always had my assistant because Lacey yeah. was the bomb. But so uh, she shows up at your house. She didn't even tell you. Big surprise, and you love surprises at your front door. I How did she get in the gate? Stand surprises, surprises. <laughs> I fucking hate surprises on so many levels. Um, um, I, when she called me, by the way, and she said, I'm at Leslie's front door. Can you text her? And I'm like, I'm in New York. You know that, right? And so, which was funny. I'm like, you better be careful. She's got a gun somewhere pointed at your head right now. You know? What happened is I passed out after the workout. I passed out. I was like, okay, I'm going to go take a nap because I want to go up tonight. I wanted to go perform later. So I took a nap. And I literally had just woke up and Lacey called my phone. And I was like, oh, she must be calling about something in New York. So I, I just put the phone down and went back to sleep. And then, and something in the back of my mind said, but she usually doesn't call me unless it's like really something. So if she calls again, I'm going to pick up, right? So then Lenny called and I was like, what the fuck is Lenny calling for? I was like, he always texts me. So I was like, and, and right when you called Jay text and I was like, oh my God, something's fucking going on. And I looked at Jay's text and Jay was like, there's a surprise for you at your door. And I was like, Lacey must have sent me some food. That's the first thing I thought, cupcakes. I was like, oh, man, she probably sent me some some cupcakes, which I'm saying in front of Thaddeus is messed up. <laughs> so I should have probably I didn't know that. about that. I didn't know about that. But uh, so I run to the door. I was like, here I come, here I come, because I can, I can hear somebody at the door. And I was like, fuck, it's probably like a delivery man or something. I was like, oh, God, I hope it's nothing stupid, because, you know, I hate flowers, all that stupid <laughs> shit. And I open up the door. <laughs> And and it was somebody running from the door. I guess she had went to go look, and she came. I was like, who the fuck? And when it came, I was like, Lacey. I swear I was half asleep, so I was like, is this a dream? Like, is it, am, I, <laughs> am I sleepwalking, and I'm in New York in my apartment, you know, mm. and Lacey's here working. I was like, what are you doing here? That's So I said that to her, and she was like, I'm in L.A. And I was like, you're here? <laughs> And she was like, did you just wake up? <laughs> That's funny. And oh my God, it was so good. Because you know she didn't see the house. She only saw the house when I first bought it. So she didn't oh, see man. it after it was fixed up. She was losing it. It was so great. Uh, Taking her through the house. To see her. Yeah, it was so good to see her. And then we went to the comedy club. Oh my God, I had so much fun. I had so like much it. fun. Oh, did you get to hear the set? I did. I sent you notes. No, morning. you did. Did you like it? Yeah. Oh my yes, god! It very was, much. I heard it, it was standing ovation. It was a good set, dude. Wait a minute. Did you hear the Annabelle part? Yes. Oh Annabelle's my funny. god! It was so good. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we. You know, the theme of this show possibly is going to be working out, but you've been working out again, and this has been very up and down uh, workout sessions. Thaddeus is out there. We're going to talk to him in the next segment, but I wanted to play for the people. Ready? I want to play. This was day one of you working out on Instagram. Go oh, ahead, God. Drew. Hit Here it. you go. <laughs> Here you go. What the fuck? I forgot that y'all be having videos and shit. Did I, I see you just my first training session? And I am pumped and motherfucking motivated, bitches. A bitch is about to be back in shape. 
I ain't worked out. I know y'all think I'm in shape. I'm not. I was not. I sat out the COVID just like y'all did. I sat out the whole not the COVID. Uh, pandemic eating and watching TV. That's exactly what the fuck I did. And I'm not going to even lie about it. Why the fuck would I lie? Because that's what I fucking did. It truly And I is. got here to California and got soft as fuck. Tacos. California with the sunshine? <laughs> tacos. Bitch, all you do is party okay. here. And just, you know, I just relaxed my brain for like two years. The I think that's what it was. Lives but today here. was the first day I was back in the gym. And I'm going to tell you right now, I feel fucking inspired. So y'all hoes better watch out. Oh, Ooh, not hoes. Y'all going to be sick of me when I get fine. Oh, my Ooh, God. When I get fine. Oh my gosh. So ghetto. So that was hilarious. Ghetto. And then, wait, then like day two. Let's do day two. Go ahead, hit, hit day it. Day two. Hit it. I can't, I'm trying, I've been trying for the last 20 minutes <laughs> to get out the car. <sighs> day two. <laughs> I sat in that car for 20 minutes. <laughs> This is my favorite part coming. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. Oh my God! Beyonce day two. You won't break my soul. And that's like a dance number. So you you turn into a complete ballad. You're not gonna break my soul. Sure sounded like it. You won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. Oh my God. So then, so then, then you kind of broke through that one. And then a couple days later, there's a thing. I'm not going to play it, but you're in a neck brace. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is happening? And then, then that one went, then I took going to leave and then that went away. We'll talk about that in a second. And then a day later, like, oh, my thigh blew up. Like, I, like, you am know, I dying? But, but see, oh, what we got to, need I'm, to, I'm dying in a but seven see, what days. People, what people need to understand about me, first of all, I'm always dying if i get a headache that's a tumor okay if i get a mosquito bite that is the smallpox i am i i am the type of person that will get a cold and go i have the new strand of covid like i'm i'm like i'm just i'm the worst like i go straight into extreme so when my thigh started hurting i was like i'm gonna have to get my leg amputated <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna have a pinch nerve that's gonna go into the to that to that vein that's in your leg. That if you cut that vein, that you bleed to death. My oh, bones man. gonna pinch that, and then I'm gonna wake up dead. <laughs> All that. And who knew well, that Advil was a fucking doctor? Who knew? <laughs> who knew? It, yeah, you know, modern medicine. It's always good. So, how do you feel today? Great. I actually feel great. Yesterday I worked out. Uh, yesterday I did cardio, so my body actually felt like, hey, I just want to let you know that them couple of weeks was really fucking bad because you haven't been working out, and it's like taking a tool and trying to make it do an extreme thing when it's not broken in yet. Like, it's like wearing mm -hmm. new shoes because yeah. it's, it's starting all over again. So it wasn't right. that your body was fucking, like, breaking down it was adjusting and maybe just even just like getting used to this what the shock that you're giving it right now so like i think a combination of the massage massage therapist the adjustments and just the rest alone just really helped it so today when i i mean yesterday when i was doing the cardio it literally felt like i felt like the tin man that was breaking off 10. Like, it felt like the last part of the 10 that was breaking off. And I felt really good after the workout. I was like, oh, wow, I feel... And I think them shoes is making a difference, yeah, too. Because my feet are not tired afterwards. Like, yep. does that make sense? They, they're not... I hear it all the time. Yeah. So... And this whole event, like, for you to <laughs> work... It's just, you want to... What's the goal here? You want to well, feel okay, better now, and lose weight? What this is, is how I how I meant that is, are we just going to go into that segment? No, no, no. We're not going to go into it. Okay, well, fuck. Stop. All right. Well, then I was just saying, you feel good. You feel good. This is a good thing. I just I want to know good. where I this was going. Getting... I'm saying you inspired me. You inspired me because yeah, I went. You, I was like, okay, idiot. she's working out. I got to work out. So I went, I went running. I did three oh miles my the last God. couple weeks. You should never fucking run. Oh, God. Oh, if, <laughs> if you saw this man run, you would say it is healthier for you. To not leave it alone. <laughs> because the way that your body is flailing and looking uh, awful, that you're hurting joints. Yep. He runs like the chick from Friends. You remember how yep. that chick <laughs> from Friends? That's exactly how Lenny runs. Like a flailing uh, 
quack duck. <laughs> I'm, I feel like he's... That's not how I start off. I start off with good motion, oh, and then, and and then, then it, it just goes to hell. turns into a motherfucking... <laughs> and if he does this shit three miles, he is bruised. That's why your hip fucked up. It, it's not just birdie. <laughs> it's not just birdie. It's because... It's like Jerry Lewis running. That's what it is. It's just like Jerry Lewis running. Imagine Jerry Lewis Lady. running. And going, <laughs> so oh, you are too much. He he needs to do weights. That's what I say. Lenny needs. Lenny Lenny needs to do weights. Oh no, yeah. The, the only thing I'm lifting because that weight is to cardio, hold the door open. No, but your cardio is already strong because you walk the city. Like he walks. Like he'll walk from the west side to the east side. Like mm-hmm. Lenny will do. Like some cardio. And New Yorkers in general, everyone walks right. around. And, but he needs weights because yeah. his body is frail on top. Okay. <laughs> and then he has bad <laughs> hips. He should be working them out. Yeah, I'm, wor- I'm working. I'm, I stretch all the time. No. I will talk oh, about you that. Do you do oh, workouts? Do see, you do, yeah, but he's going to tell you about that stretching shit is not good for you. <laughs> yeah. That's not you're true. About to f- that's, yeah, you're about to find right, out. we'll get there. I we'll get to jump hell. ahead and jump in on exactly. this, but I have some ideas. I, all right, here. I want to just talk this one thing. We had to wrap this segment up real quick. Okay. And I'm just deadly I don't even know what this, this segment is. This is just our catch up. You've been working out all week, so we don't really have a big well, catch I up. Well, I never catch up on you. You never do in, you never tell me anything. Yeah, what's going on with you? Yeah, what's going what do you on with you? I went to we went away for the weekend. We went um to a friend's house so Birdie could go and everything is about Birdie going somewhere to live her best life on the weekend. And this past <laughs> weekend we went we went to a guy who had a pool, a trampoline. And for some reason, he decided he was going to get chickens and the chickens lay eggs. And so he gets eggs every morning. So he takes care of chickens. and He's got a trampoline and a pool. And Birdie loved all three. Oh. That's what I did. over there. So did you, you stay asked, at his I know, but that's no, not no, what we went for a barbecue. We went for a Sunday barbecue. You know, so you, she was there all day? All day. We were there all day. So we you watched your child chase chickens. Do you know how unsafe that chase is chickens. for chickens? We used to get we used to get in trouble when we would chase the chickens because my aunt was like, "You're scaring the chickens, like you're you're making the chickens like nervous." So, well, you running at the chickens as a child and Birdie wow. running at the chickens as a child wow. are two different no, things. No, yeah. it's the same thing. And you were probably not... whipping the chicken around. Wait, tell the chicken story by the way, and we'll get out. Okay, What's the no, chi- that is not please, that please. is not the same thing. It's I know not it's not the, the same, same story, thing. but tell the chicken story. I, the, Just that tell. has nothing to do. With I know, Birdie but tell, chasing I remember the chickens. It. I know, but your family with the chickens is I, way different. Okay, than when... we'll tell the chicken story a different time. Right, Why right. do you want the chicken story? <laughs> it's because it's too, hilarious. It's too long. Well, no, just the fact that what does she would do with the chickens? The chickens. My mom. My mom is from the south. We all from the hard south, Arkansas. And my mm-hmm. mom used to stay with my aunt Winnie. And when they had, they wanted fried chicken. They killed the chickens. My <laughs> aunt. It, my mother is like was known for the best chicken killer on the dirt road. And I didn't know this shit about my mother. I just thought my mother was a sweet, innocent mom. She was a sweet mom that, yes, she disciplined us, but she loved us, right? So that, like, in that afternoon, she, you know, my brother was like, yeah, mom's finna go get a chicken. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, well, how is that going to work out? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is she going to go to the store to get the chicken? I mean, there's no way that we're eating the chickens that are running around in the yard. That's just, <laughs> like, we got to give them to somebody to make sure that they come back edible, right? Mm-hmm. right. Shit. My mom grabbed one of them <laughs> damn chickens. She And she didn't even, it wasn't even like a run, chase, grab the chicken. It was like, I'm walking towards the field and I'm grabbing this chicken on the way. Like, she just dipped down <laughs> and swung and grabbed the chicken by the feathers. And just, I was like, holy shit. The chicken's whacking with one wing. And, she, like, almost like she shook that motherfucker. Like, shut up, motherfucker. You know what's about to go down. And she grabbed him by his fucking neck. And she fucking swinged him, like, her arm, like, swing him like this. <laughs> like, she's swinging. I'm, me, she's doing that in front of me and my little brother. And I am... <laughs> I am at this point <laughs> like <laughs> this bitch is a serial killer. This bitch is fucking not the person she's portrayed herself to be. Not the loving mom. So she's swinging this motherfucker and that motherfucker popped. His head popped off. She grabs the chicken. She throws it in a pot of hot water that came out of nowhere. Apparently these people are fucking have done this ritual enough that I guess the pot of fucking hot water 
They go, get the pot of hot water. She's going for the chicken. So she fucking throws it in hot water. She starts pulling the fucking feathers off. I turn around and I run into the house. Like, I need to get reinforcements now before she grabs another fucking chicken. Because obviously this bitch has lost every bit of her fucking mind. And I run in the house. I was like, daddy, mom's losing her fucking mind. She's killing chickens. You should have seen what she did to this chicken. It's awful. Mom, go get her. Go get her. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know your mom is like one of the best chicken pluckers in the South. <laughs> it's, it was like an episode of like Twilight Zone. It's like my whole face was like, <laughs> and then we had to sit there. I had to sit there and watch them eat that chicken. Like, I, I for like years, I didn't eat chicken. That was Fred. I'm just sitting there looking at them going, <laughs> I didn't know the damn chicken's name, but I just knew that oh, I saw man. that chicken alive and now it's on our table yeah. and they are fucking that chicken up like it's the next coming. And I'm just looking at my brother like, oh, fucking savages. Yeah, that's kind of the same as our weekend. I yeah, mean, we exactly. Fed them, and then we see, went home. You didn't see that. Exactly. White people <laughs> yeah, don't do no, that. They, they make the black people do that. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, we'll see how <laughs> Leslie does a chicken workout when we come back right after this. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's off to who the fuck is this? Now that we've killed the chickens, we're going to talk about it. Like, you got to be in shape to do that. Uh, this is where we welcome our guest. Well, I just want to say at the top, if you're trying to stay in shape or get healthier, make sure you consult your doctor or professional near you. This is just a glimpse into what Leslie's doing for herself. Everybody's different. So do you. As we stated before, Leslie is determined from? to get back in shape. <laughs> I was to told sued. to read that. <laughs> what the fuck yeah, don't is that bullshit? Yeah, don't get sued. And she hired our guest. Well, if you go to my workout, you'll be dead in a week. <laughs> Disclaimer, is so because motherfuckers are idiots? You <laughs> yeah, fucking idiots. morons. If you think Drink I'm a goddamn <laughs> doctor, you fucking ass fuck. <laughs> Look, okay. hey, you know how many people drank the disinfectant when Trump said drink the disinfectant? Oh, you know, like, the Tide Pod Challenge. Exactly. You remember? Listen, I don't even, I don't even, don't even go in, don't even. All right. Leslie's determined to get back in shape, and she hired our guest today to help her do that. Thaddeus Harvey is an independent trainer working out in New York City and is also available training online. Leslie has him out in LA for a couple of months. Check out his website as www.trainwiththaddeus.com. You can find him all over the internet for sure. And you can follow him on uh, Instagram at move with Thaddeus. Please welcome Thaddeus to the fuckery. Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, thanks for wearing the tank top. That's perfect for, you know, to show it off. I was like, I was like, I kind of walked in. I was like, wow, really? You really went for the tank top? I want to come in and talk about working I was going to wear a tank top just to do that, but then I don't own a tank top. Thank God. You walk, if you walked into a store to buy a tank top, they would be like, sir, yeah, you have no. to guarantee that that's nope. going under a shirt, you fucking asshole. <laughs> you have to sign a piece of paper right here because if we are a disclaimer, because if you walk out this store with that tank top, you will kill several humans. I can wear layers in LA. It's too hot out here. I'll it's sweat, it's, you know? it's one and now that is that is is hardcore in New York, right? Yes. So tell them how wonderful LA has been. Oh, for LA you. is so fun, especially. Yeah. After being, I mean, I feel like See? I've been in New York City for so long, and I'll be back, but. It feels good to get out of New York City for a little bit, to be honest. Like, just all of the car horns and all the madness in the streets. And I get jostled a lot in the gyms, too. Everything's really tight, and people kind of elbow me and get around me, and a lot of sweating and grunting. I'm sorry, is your body too breakable to handle that? I I, I can handle it, but I just don't want to get into these fights. You know, I don't want to have to deal with this. That's true. But, you know, I feel like in L.A., everyone gives each other space. Just even, um, you know, just the streets out here are a little bit wider. When I go into yeah. restaurants, like there's a little pathway between the tables. I don't feel like I'm <laughs> trying to mosey on through. Do you hear the stuff that that yeah. she? No, my it's hard sister. Being tall. Christina, I remember Christina saying we was on the freeway, and she was like, "Do you see how much space you motherfuckers <laughs> have on the freeway? This is crazy. I can't reach into somebody's car." I was like, "Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah." Yep. I was driving through Manhattan and Brooklyn during the uh, pandemic just going in and out of the city. And it is, 
you know, it's hectic. It's very hectic, and you feel like at any point someone's trying to kill you with another car. Here, I mean, knock on wood, but, I mean, when you get a seven-lane freeway or, you know, and it just even with the palm trees, even if you're feeling kind of like a little bit of anger, it's not the same. It is kind of like <laughs> chilling. Everyone's... <laughs> Yeah, you know, looks at you a little calm and just like, hey, like, you know. Yeah, it's all fake. Listen, yeah, how long no, you been a personal and I say, I say that the I say that the real sun lives out here in LA. The the they just y'all like New York gets the residual sun. Like yeah. y'all get the vapors off the sun. The sun actually well, lives New- out here. The way I think of it is like you're being broiled in LA and in New York you're being baked. Like the broiling, the, nah, you got the broiler. It's that, not that even it's not bro. even baked in New York because it's wetness. So I would say like a rotisserie is. If more. you think about those subway platforms, yeah. you're waiting for a subway yeah. in August. Yeah, and you're just like drenched in your own. I'm sorry, oh. isn't that weight loss right there? That should feed right oh, into this whole gross. thing. That's, that's not only weight loss. That's just <laughs> that's work. how you do it. Well, I don't have to work you out. I'm sweating just standing waiting for the train. You just wasting a body mass. The fucking rats. <laughs> if a rat can hold a piece of pizza. And drag it to the fucking gutter. <laughs> what can you do, Lenny? Can you drag a body? Rat, can you? The rat was was in a tank top. It was weird. Exactly. It was weird. <laughs> Thaddeus, how long you been doing this? How long you been doing personal? It was for about fifteen years. Oh wow! Is there schooling that you have to go to for that, or becoming certified? So you want to before you start, you want to get uh, certification of some sort from a certifying body, making sure that you actually can be a trainer. And then they have you do your CPR and your AED and make sure that you can resuscitate someone if they they pass out and everything. All right. Yep. You, you sold me right there. That's probably good because Leslie's dying. She told you. Make sure you have time. some type of medical something. Because <laughs> Lenny's um, going to definitely uh, pass out. Yeah, not yeah. That's what I was saying. Like he was saying to us, if the two of us worked out together, like the I would be just cursing and crying. Oh, I would be crying. Oh, but, your but, workouts are sick. It'd be a little bit of the same because I curse and cry too. I I don't mm-hmm. cry now, but I do curse a lot. I'd be like, I'm but not I've doing that. That is, I'm not pulling the weights. Like that's that's <gasps> after he's yelled at me to do it though. Like, come Uh-oh. on, let's no, you got to do this. No, that last. And he has he's like be really nice, but I'd be like, what the fuck? I don't. Why the fuck am I doing that? <laughs> but why am I doing that though? What does that need to be? I don't understand why the fuck. No, that's gonna fuck my knee up. No, no, no. <laughs> so so I like he's really really kind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a bit of a negotiation process, and you got to see where everyone's at. And I'm trying to do my workout plan specifically for Leslie and what you need. How did you meet Leslie first, and then how did you come up with her workout plan? So well, tell me that. See, when I first met Thaddeus, when I first met him, my plan was I wanted to look like Pam Greer. Remember, mm-hmm, I, I texted him. That was my first yeah. text to him. I was like, I am older, and I'm about to be 50, and I want to be as fine as Pam Greer was when she was in her heyday of fineness. And it's going to probably take a lot. I don't give a fuck. I want to do it. And I was really, like, ready. I want to look yeah. like Pam Greer. Can you no. make me look like Pam Because Pam Greer had a stage where, God damn, that bitch was fine. I was like, yeah. I want to be fine like that. So he's like, okay. And he, that's when I lived in Harlem. And I met him through Beck. Because Beck, he was training Beck. Beck Bennett. Beck Bennett. Yeah. yeah, he was training back, and I was, oh, that's right. So, because the wardrobe person had got me a trainer, and this little fuck, I hated him. Like, he was everything <laughs> I hated in a trainer. Like, he just never shut the fuck up, like, on a way of just, like, always asking me shit about work. Just like, oh, well, so if I wanted to, like, get in a sketch, like, hey, I'm trying to do cardio. Go fucking stand over there by the wall, motherfucker. Like, and it was just like shit that he was having me do that. I was like, I know this is not helping me at all. And then he was just a little shit. I just, I didn't believe in anything he would say. And then he would try to back that shit up with the Hollywood shit. I was like, okay, you got to go. So, like. I said, I need a trainer. And I remember Beck had started training with you. And Beck was like, yo, I got a trainer. He was like, he's hardcore, though. He was like, but he's fucking great. Because Beck started looking really, like, lean and shit. I I was like, because he was playing Putin and he he had to be bare-chested. I was like, dude, you looking fucking good. He was like, man, my trainer, you would love my trainer. And I think you came up there for a sketch, too. Yep. yep. He brought brought, uh, Daddy's up there for a sketch. And I saw him. I was like, oh, shit, that dude, he's got a nice body. He looked like, you know, he looks like he know what he's doing, right? And he was really quiet. He was very nice. He was just very soft-spoken. I was like, okay, I'm going to give him a ch- I'm gonna give him a chance. And seriously, like, that's when I was, like, really hardcore about it. Yeah. And we were only working out two days a week. 
I remember. Yeah, that was it was such a good time too. I you know, we got so much done in that short amount of time. And I remember everyone's reaction to you and then when you were posting all your stuff, it was like it was so it was like cuz we were um I that's when I was in Harlem at the time. I was at that in that one bedroom and we had that gym and we had the third floor. Remember? <laughs> he we had that much equipment and he used uh, the steps. That was out there. We was out, always out on that. What is it? A terrace? Or, yeah, a little like a little porch, terrace. terrace type. And he had me climbing these. And and man, I was getting in shape. I was getting. And then I started going down to the gym. Right. Yep. I started going down to his gym, which I loved because these guys were like hardcore bodybuilders, and they was just like about that life, like. They they was about that like going to the mirror and shit and post that shit. I love that shit because I was like every time we would have like a, a, a arm day and I'd be like yeah I ain't got no fucking muscles like yeah motherfuckers yeah and I'd be in the mirror like fuck yeah motherfucking let's lift some let's lift some fucking iron. You know, it so. is a scene there. People there are seriously, you know, they're posing for their bodybuilding shows. It's so dope. People there are about it. They're not pretending. Yeah. They're really about it. So. so I like, and then plus I like going downtown, working out. And, and so it's it just like that happened. And then I wanted to, this time I was like, I came to L.A., like I said, and, you know, my whole being took a, a fucking vacation. I just, yeah. everything. Everything, everything took a vacation. And I got out to bed one day and my leg did something that I was like, I don't think <laughs> this has anything to do with your age, bitch. Like, you can blame it on being old, bitch, but I know for sure that that crack pop slank was from not being in shape because that shit was, it was almost like my leg went, hey, bitch, let's do something. <laughs> hey, I'm giving up. Fuck it. Like, it was like, hey, if you don't do nothing, I'm leaving. You know, just, like, that's what it felt like. So I was like, I need to get in shape. I said, okay. Well, this is good because if we make that movie, you're going to be a workout instructor. So you're going to have to know what you're doing. That, and you I know? figured that too. I wish I had did this before Supermarket Sweep because Supermarket Sweep almost killed me. It's exhausting. <laughs> yep, for sure. I got a bunch of questions for you, Thaddeus. Oh, like you, shoot. like just through Leslie, she's like, she has a Peloton bike and you don't like the Peloton bike, right? Yeah. You know, I don't, it's kind of controversial. I don't like to say always all the time things I don't like, but what I have seen is that a lot of people sit for a living or, you know, find themselves sitting a lot throughout the day. So I'm always trying to counteract the long-term sitting that they're putting into their bodies. And mm -hmm. then what I see a lot with people who are really into spinning Without hating on spinning as a thing, um, it just makes people's IT bands tight and their quads kind of bigger, and they don't really get a butt from their spin class oftentimes. And I guess there are certain things you could do in that kind of mode that do still, you can do a lot with whatever you're using, obviously, and doing something is better than nothing. But a lot of times when people ask me questions about, you know, how to get a butt and their quad dominant or how to get rid of their back pain and they, they work in an office and then they do spin class. Sometimes you have to kind of negotiate and say, well, could you consider giving up slumping over a, something like a handlebars or a desk all day and try something different with your low back and your, your hips. <laughs> Basically. Cause like even the tennis shoes that I got, the tennis shoes that I got, like, I, and this is, and because I hate when people are fucking right. I hate, <laughs> if, if you're going to prove me right, do it. But don't, don't listen, just move on. We know now that you was right. Just move on. Okay. Cause I'm the only person that's going to be like, yeah, motherfucker, I'm right. Listen, I will give you your dap, but just move on. But like, so what shoes? So, well, these shoes, and they're not bad shoes to like if I was outside doing yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But when you, when I was on the treadmill, the back of my calves, Lenny, mm -hmm. would get, <laughs> fucking extremely tight, dude, and and mm. I thought it was because I wasn't stretching enough before uh, before I went on the treadmill, but it was not that. It was because the, I'm in these shoes that have a high. You're gonna see now. You're gonna yeah, see yeah, that I'm yep. listening to you. You are listening. <laughs> that you have a high arch. They have this mm -hmm. high orthopedic stuff that's in there to give you a high arch. So it's almost like you're walking on your tippy toes and you're tightening your your mm. calves and your Band, your QT IT band, band your yes, IT yes, band, yes. yeah. <laughs> so, like at the end of my workouts, then the back of my freaking calves. When my massage therapist came, she was like, "Your calves are like 
clenched because they're not <laughs> open. So he had suggested these shoes, and these shoes are so fucking weird. Yeah. You go, there's no fucking way you can work out in these shoes and not get hurt. <laughs> but I swear, I did the cardio, and it's it's been a completely different feeling. Like, my whole leg literally feels like it's like I can feel the ball of my foot. Mm-hmm. And I oh, can okay. feel the heel mm-hmm. of my foot, which I couldn't do that in those tennis shoes. Yep. I mean, we, you we wore try to teach. orthopedic shoes. That's nice. You know what? You know what? <laughs> you can be in denial all you want to. <laughs> did you see that? By the way, did you see that guy who worked out in Ugg boots? No. He's like, he went viral working out in Ugg boots. <laughs> Uh, see people in Timberlands sometimes. See, find that I see yeah, people in Timberlands and stuff too. In New York yeah. City, you see some, you know, people yeah, you see some crazy shit. in Timberland. Yeah, people crazy. I yeah. didn't see people yank. <laughs> my wife, my wife has got to ask this question. I got to get it in, okay? Because she works out like a fiend, okay? Does all these hit workouts online, which, you know, drives me nuts. But which, she wants to ask you this, out of 100%, which is more important, diet or exercise? Or is it 50-50? Oh, like wow. she, and this is another way she wants to ask this question: Which is worse, if you eat a box of cereal or not work out for a day? <laughs> oh, I know, I I can answer it. <laughs> well, you can. You okay, can I'm gonna I'm tell I'm gonna tell you what my answer is, and then you can say the correct okay. one. Okay, <laughs> I would say that eating the box of cereal is worse mm-hmm. because you're taking in a gang of sugar and grains. Yep. When when you might not do nothing that day, but your mental will get taken care of, so that's a better. Yeah, I suppose it just depends on where your head is at for the day. I mean, I would say diet is so important. Like, if you really stick to your diet, you're going to achieve something regardless. But then also, um, it depends on how you look at it, too. Because if you look at exercise as something you can do to change the way that your posture is or the way that you move, I think um, sometimes people are held in postures that they don't even realize. So they're always coming to the world a certain way. And that way it might be with a, a big belly. Like they might just have their gut hanging out and they're kind of slumped over their belly. So for a person like that, if they exercise with posture in mind and kind of changing and decompressing their spine, I think exercise is better for some people than, than diet, you know, because no matter how much they do the right thing with diet, they, they look the same, they walk the same, and they kind of show off the same. And then what I always look for in somebody who's really kind of about exercise or know some things is something to do with their symmetry, kind of how their body is put together and how they, they're able to move. So. Christ, I don't know what you said for the last two minutes, but I'm a disaster. <laughs> well, I just, that's all well, I heard. I think, that's what I, I heard. Think, like, Jesus, what a mess. I think that, see, Gina is tall and thin. She's mm-hmm. very tall yeah. and lean. And I, I, to me, I feel like the hits thing is fun for cardio and stuff like yeah. that. But I think you're going to always have to have weights. Yeah, she's weight. She's got like 80. She's got all the weights that she's ever going to need in the house. And she does all the weights and stuff. I think what happens is that she does that for her mental thing. She looks great. Da da da. But at the end of the day, she just wants to know that it's okay for her to eat a box of cereal. And I'm like, no. (laughs) Well, she can eat a box of cereal, I guess, if that's where she needs to be at that point. But when she gets up every day and eats a box of cereal... That's the problem. It she comes down to, to habits. It comes down to habits ultimately. And then sometimes you'll see in a hit class somebody who definitely should not be in that hit class and they think they're doing something good for themselves. And you're mm-hmm. like, you shouldn't be here right now. You're right. really screwing up your knee or something like that. Yeah. And everyone's just like, go, 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 like a drill sergeant. And they think they're doing something good for themselves. And maybe uh, the endorphins of the moment make them push through. But I would say, listen to the aches and pains and try to address them as they pop up. But if those aren't happening for her, then have fun. I think in some level, people should just be athletic and be ready to jump in on a basketball game, on a yeah. soccer game, do real for a run, do anything. I think I, I think it's important that she does cardio all the time, right? Yeah. I think yeah. that that's the important thing is that she works out all the time. So I don't yeah, think a box of cereal. I just don't think if she does it every day, that's different. But she's got a lot of issues. But what I mean, what is the cereal? I mean, what, what kind of cereal does she, she like? I don't know what she's eating, but it's always life, like life cereal. She'll okay. have like a half a box of life cereal. Sam, yeah, what are you doing? So like, yeah, life is like <laughs> not too bad, but it's yeah. a lot of grains. There is a lot of grains. In general, I'd say watch out for overconsuming processed grains. That's right. everything. And I read you on your website, you believe in this book called Food Rules. Yes. yes. That's the book yeah. I, 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 I It's a good book. I had that book. 
Yep. It's a great yeah, book. I just went out and got that. See, you inspired me, Les. I went in and bought, bought food rules yeah, and then, Just don't you know, run. I like it because it's very quick. <laughs> it's very to the point. And then I think he wrote a book about his uh, psychedelic experience too recently. So he's he's very enlightened in a lot of ways, a thinker, Michael Pollan. But I like yeah. it because a lot of people don't have time to read a nutrition book and get really in-depth with it. And you can read that book in about 20 minutes, 30 minutes. All right. What do I have to do to, to get rid of, like, if I want two slices of pizza, how much more would have to work out? You know what I mean? Like, oh am I doing more reps? The, okay, see, okay. First of all, this is what they're not I love bread. I'm just no, saying I, know, I love but bread. See, I can't you're not live understanding without bread. That bread. It's not about the bread. It's not, see, this is what I had to learn. It's not about the, mm-hmm. it's not about that you like bread and it's it's about what bread does to you. So it's not, a, it's bread is happy. like everything else. Bread has a lot of yeast in it. So it's going to make right. your shit inflate. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much you work out, your stomach's going to be inflated from the fucking yeast. So mm-hmm. it's that that's where the bread is dangerous at. That's where the grains are dangerous at. They stay. I mean, I know mm-hmm. it's 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 I, a feeling of being full. Sometimes people feel full just because their gut is bursting and you know it inflames up their intestines and they're like, man, you know, it's so satisfying, but their gut is really full. And you know moment, what? So. I to add something to, it, I can't think of what the it's it's a long stupid. Uh, name called Stickalikalithgius or some shit that you get in your your intestines as you get older. Mm-hmm. I can never pronounce it. I mean, Angie used to say it to me all the time, but it's like mm. pockets that grow into your intestines as you get old because your intestines get get old, and it just makes everything harder, a little harder to digest. Like you are gonna have to get bread is not good for you. Mm-hmm. Like just think of yourself as a duck. If a pe- if a duck eats a piece of bread, their stomach explodes. But the look on your face, from the look on your face, you'd be like, I want I'm a willing croissant. to take that. I want a bagel. What Jew's not going to have bagels, Leslie? This is like sacrilegious. I, mean, I recommend, if you've never done it, try eliminating bread for a while and see what happens. See how your yeah, see I'm how your cry body adapts. every second oh, of the gonna, day. He's gonna be miserable. I'm gonna be fuck. miserable. People always, you know, equate it with um, Atkins or South Beach diet, low carbs. And I would say try to just eliminate bread or grains and any kind of cooking oil of any kind of like vegetable um, processed cooking oil. See if you eliminate those things, how you feel, and then have sugars in the form of fruits. If you're tired, go ahead and have sugar. Have you know dietary sugar in your your life. Because I think people really withhold from themselves and then just have the carnivore diet or the Atkins diet, and they're so tired, they're so miserable. But um, if I had one little thing to try for people, if you have processed grains or if you have anything with vegetable oils in it, in it, and that it's in the middle of the supermarket, look at the label and just make sure that you're you're taking out the grains and you're taking out all those cooking oils. And when you do, so often just that one little thing will change a person's entire body fat level. Yeah. Like Things it. digest better. <laughs> I mean, you can even start just try with half the bread, like start and consuming half the bread that you consume. I I don't even know how to talk to you. But you know, what's so sad brings you loaf of bread. No, but do you know what's so crazy about Lenny, though? And I was thinking about it. I was like, it's fucked up that 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 has to be something he does because Lenny doesn't do shit. Lenny doesn't drink. He doesn't, yeah. he doesn't, he hardly curses. Like, seriously, if I see it, <laughs> if I hear him curse, it's just like, okay, Lenny's mad. But, and, and like, he does, he's like, literally j- does not do evil, have evil thoughts. Oh, wow. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, That's he's a good not. person. He's, oh, no, I have evil thoughts. Well, but yeah, but like, he's like generally <laughs> a regular white homo sapien male. I am, I am a piece of bread. <laughs> you are the bread. Basically. Yeah. Just a plain piece and of so, white bread. So the that fact it? that he has to take away bread, I feel bad for him because yeah, it's like... Yeah, exactly. Thank you. you How long what? do you Pick want me to battles. live, Leslie? I, you know, ultimately everything is situational. I really don't. I can't look in it your whole life, but if bread is the worst that you can do, then I suppose it's not so bad. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Thaddeus. I'm getting out on that one. We'll be right back. We'll be right back right after this. And we're back after I just had three bagels. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) No, this is called What the Fuck You All Want. And Thaddeus is going to sit in on this. And uh, this segment is where we answer the question from the listeners. If you have a question for us, you can send us an email or recorded message at fuckrypodcast.gmail.com. That's F-C-K-R-Y podcast at gmail.com. We took out the vowels. F-C-K-R-Y. We took out the vowels for the kids. 
podcast at gmail.com. If you record yourself, don't forget to use a fake name or, you know, consequences are on you. We have a few emails today. And Leslie, here's the first one. And this one's uh, dietary related. So Thaddeus, here we go. I'm Jesse and I have a question. What do you do when you're the only person in your household on a diet and you're easily tempted by their eating habits? I live with my wife and two kids while I try to incorporate healthy foods in our diet. My wife and kids are picky eaters who don't include a lot of healthy choices. So it's a constant battle to fill the fridge with healthy stuff when my wife buys the not so healthy stuff and the kids don't eat what they're supposed to eat. So how do I stay away from these temptations? Does a whole family need to go on a diet? Send help. Any advice is welcome. Thanks. Divorce. (laughs) (laughs) Not the right person for you. Not the right person for you. (laughs) No, honestly, I think that it really could, you know, because I see this a lot. I would say... Um, flip your psychology about it and just be thankful for the temptation there. I think there's a real power in having the opportunity to screw up every day, having it right there in front of you and not doing it. Um, And then also too, when people see your willpower, they get inspired. They start wanting to be a better person, but rather than starting from the outset, being mad at the people around you, set the example and have the willpower to do that for a month or two. And then everyone's going to want to quit because they they see how good it is and they start feeling bad about their own stuff. Wow. And it wouldn't You're, be the same if you just approached them directly and said, you got to stop before you wow. even start. That is, You got to start and then they'll catch up. That's deep, man. That's deep that because is deep. that is not what my answer would have been. I would have been like, everybody <laughs> going on a motherfucking diet. Tell them it's good for them and I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> wow. That, I mean, that uh, is such a better answer than what Where the are those fuck? donuts? Bye. Why, get no, those hair with all this shit out. You ain't supposed to be eating this anyway. Yeah. But kids don't eat healthy. You can't if you cannot have pasta in the house. They just eat noodles. That's all they eat is that stuff. And then they want dessert. But you know, I want dessert. See you now, know, like, can I say that my godson? I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's different or something. Because my godson, my my her his mother would not let him have sweets. And from birth, like his baby, all this stuff. And when he he did not eat sweets. And I was like, mm-hmm. when he goes to school, he's gonna fucking get some of the sweets. But he would bring them home. Wow. And give them to her and be like, yeah, I don't think I'm supposed to, like, eat that. Like, wow, what a it good just, kid. Like, yeah, wow. and he's a healthy-ass kid. So mm-hmm. I think it really starts there, too, and just really being like, yo, this is like this tastes good, too. Like, because we would get him, I would go and find alternate things. Like, I found these baby gummies that were healthy gummies, yep. but they were little gummy bears, and it was just like pure, and he loved them. Mm-hmm. That was his mm-hmm. treat. Yeah. I feel bad for kids like that sometimes who can't go out on Halloween or— you know, yeah. their parents are so strict. They put them on some type of vegan, anti-gluten Oh, she let, him, she let him go trick-or-treating and all that, but he okay. just— But it just wasn't for him, which is good. I'm sure yeah, he's going to grow up. He That's just, amazing. He just, I mean, he just thought it was too sweet. He would always be like, mm, we always ate this candy. We ate worse than that kid. <laughs> it's a good friend to have. He'll give you his candy, right? Yeah, I was reading your blog, Thaddeus, and then you talk a lot about this willpower thing, and uh, it is pretty powerful as far as, like— the one thing I think I have is willpower, but you literally have to mentally make that change. So like I didn't run for a long time. Like when Leslie wasn't working out, I wasn't working out. So, you know, like you did, you, oh, I went wow. and like, Blame let's get me. back in this stretch and, and go run. Say Wait, but I'm saying I went three miles for the first time in a long time. And Gina's like, <laughs> Gina's like, how did you make it the three miles? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, you're, how do you make it the three miles? Like she goes, she couldn't make it the three miles. She took a couple of weeks off. She couldn't make it the three miles. I'm like, that is just sheer will. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? If there's one mm-hmm. thing I have is sheer will, I will die before I don't make it. It's just completely mental. Yeah, but yeah. see, but then you can't, I, it, I feel like you overdo it and then you won't want to do it the next day because you didn't use all your sheer will for one fucking run. No, I, think- I, I mean, I could probably go five, but I'm not going five, but I can make it three. Okay. When it comes to distance, you know, because I used to be a cross-country athlete and then I was I was on a crew team. So I was all about, you know, going the long distances and, and thinking about cardio from that aspect. I would also ask, how do your joints feel afterwards? Listen to your body and don't do something just to... It's like these people who do Tough mutters or mm. enter into these contests where they did all these crazy things. And then, you know, they're hurt on the couch afterwards. Not saying that... You can't, you know, tweak something or something can't be a little off, but you want to have a plan that you could see yourself uh, doing day after day and not getting hurt. And then I think that sometimes the most boring slash less impactful 
uh, workout is the best just to get yourself started, get into that habit, and then just treat it the same way you treat brushing your teeth. Just, I always say to people, start with an uphill walk, you know, nothing that you're trying, mm. if you can hear the sound of your feet stomping, like bap, bap, bap on the concrete, you know, that might go up to your knee, that might go up to your hip. And I don't mm. want to rain on anyone's parade or say, okay, this, your form of exercise is bad. But then sometimes you do see things where you think, you know, I'd, down the line in another five years, is that going to catch up to them? Because you can see the mechanics breaking down of what they're doing. So I would just say, do the things that are less glamorous that you know you get something out of and that you can really look in the mirror and say, I did a good thing. Not like I beat myself up to prove a point. Yeah. yeah, no, what I was saying is like, I will go the three miles because I know I can do it. I'm not just going to quit. I, I know that's within my grasp and I'm not overdoing it. But the point is that's willpower. Is this, it's the same willpower to me as, okay, when I go home after this show, I'm not going to eat chocolate. You know what I mean? I'm not going to eat something because it's just too late. And then I would love to eat. Like one of my questions to you is, is there anything you can eat? Leslie and I will tell you, you get off stage, you're all fired up, your adrenaline is going through the roof, mm -hmm. then it comes down and I'm starving. You know what I mean? <laughs> and with Leslie, there's a rest, she sleeps at five in the morning. There's, a, there's like six hours before she's going to sleep. To me, if I really mentally prepare, I just go right to bed because then I won't go anywhere near a fridge. But if you're around for like six hours, sitting on a couch, watching a movie and your adrenaline drops and you get hungry, yeah, I'll just have a potato chip. The next thing you know, you're eating like crap. So it's all will. It's just complete willpower yep. of don't do it. Don't do there's it. There's certain things you just should not do. I mean, if it's, a, if it's you know, you're opening up a bag of chips or there's things you know you shouldn't have, then don't have them. But then also, too, eat when you're hungry. You know, honor that. If you are hungry, then eat, mm -hmm. you know. And then also, too, people demonize so many different food groups. Like, um, I, you know, people won't have certain fruits because they'll say it's a high glycemic index fruit or something. I think if you do have a desire for a certain food, sometimes you should give into it and your body's really asking you for fuel. Mm -hmm. Because at some point, if you play the game of withholding from yourself uh, and you're really hungry, you're really drained, you're really crabby, you know, you're going to hit a wall or it's not going to be sustainable. So mm -hmm. just, you know, when you do grab for things, uh, are those things, can you argue those things to a trainer, I'd say? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you know what's so funny? Because I was like, okay, I had some quinoa. Like, the, Tasha had made me this quinoa with all these vegetables. And I was like, oh, I know this is good. And he was like, ah, the grains. He was like, I'd rather for you to eat the potatoes. And I was like, oh, shit, I really? can eat the potatoes. He was like, eat as many potatoes as you want. Like, eat potatoes. And then, then like, he was like, the fruit. And I was like, well, I said the same thing about the glycemic. He's like, eat. He was like, you can eat as much fucking fruit. He was like, I'd rather for you grab all kinds of fruit than you to go eat like chips or whatever else that you think is mm -hmm. going or meat. He was like meat, vegetables, fruit. You can keep it in that area. Like, so when I get hungry now, I literally had Tasha made me like this container of like chicken breast that like cut chicken breast. And I just grab and throw them in the Ninja and I eat them like chips. Seriously. And it makes me, it's, it's not only go. I'm getting protein. It really does. It fulfills that little, you know, or watermelon. I eat a lot of watermelon. Mm -hmm. I eat, you know, I just, I don't I want know. to say too, like, you know, obviously this isn't uh, medical advice or I'm not saying for anybody who has a certain diet not to do it, but sometimes if you cut out a certain food group, you can kind of see what it does to you mentally. Um, mm -hmm. And there's certain food groups that make you feel stuffed, make you feel sluggish. Uh, they're satisfying in the moment when you're doing it, but it's almost like people don't necessarily associate uh, the food they're eating with the energy they have or the mental state they're in. And I, you know, so sometimes I'll have people at least initially cut out all grains and processed grains in particular, maybe a little bit of white rice here and there, maybe a little bit of oatmeal if you, if you want a grain, but something that isn't something that people really just have to sit down and digest for a long time. Like if you have mm. a bagel or two, or you have uh life cereal, <laughs> I mean, big bowls, you might not associate an hour or two. Like, you know, if I'm feeling kind of like I want some coffee or I need to pick me up because your body's trying to deal with this um, lump in its gut, right? It's trying to pass it through and it's kind of inflaming the stomach for a lot of people. Mm. So, you know, sometimes because people always say calories in, calories out, which is true to a degree. But also, too, I don't think that people necessarily take on the aspect of, is there something passing through your gut and it's just distending your gut? 
You can see the gut is inflamed itself. So it's not just calories in, calories out. Your body's working on something you ate and it's not coming out for a day or two. <laughs> it, it's it's taking up yeah. It's, yeah, stretching your shit yeah. out and so just so so label those things like and a, know what they are. Just and... a dick laying there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Yes. All right. Denise from Ohio writes, Hey, Leslie and Lenny, I'm thinking about giving up dating apps and dating in general because it's truly a dumpster fire out there. <laughs> yeah. I'm a person who knows what I want. I'm not afraid to go after it, even if it means approaching the guy first. Mm. I have in the past asked out or provided my number to real men I met in the wild, only to be rejected and never contacted. Yeah. Why would a man take my number if he's not interested? Am I doing yeah. the wrong thing by being proactive? Uh, or are I, men lying when they publicly say, I'd be thrilled oh, for a woman yeah. to approach me? No, no, they're not. And that's they all are. a lie. Yeah, you're all a liar. Just go ahead and lie real quick. <laughs> no, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think mm-hmm. it's really good. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you'll, you mm-hmm. have nothing to lose. To mm-hmm. approach, you know, if, if a moment pops up, you should nope. take, take action. I think- no. A lot of guys are used to it, and we're nope. used to being rejected, but nope. you don't really think twice about it. You just mm-hmm. you get a no to your face, no and you say, okay, well, moving on. Uh-uh. But the thing is, if you get off that subway or if you leave that restaurant and you never took your chance, that could have been someone really special in your life. Yeah. But you now you know you walk away with your pride, but you you don't walk away with right. getting laid. So. What Leslie? What? Let it I out. I just I just because it's all fuckery. It's all fuckery. The name of this show is all fuckery. I how old is that girl? Uh, I don't have that. Well, you know what's so weird about it? What's so weird about all of the dating stuff now, it is really about mutual friends hooking you up. It is really about, like, every person that I have, like, my that's recently gotten into relationships or has been having successful, all of them have said the same thing. I wasn't even looking for that shit. Now, my question to that is like, I'm always looking, bitch. So I don't know how the fuck this is going to work out (laughs) because I'm always looking. So it's a mentality really that you have to take yourself out of. I really, me personally, and this is just from a woman's view stand, I have stopped chasing men. I I don't, I feel like the guy that I want is not going to want me to chase him. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That I, I feel like the guy that I want is not going to be the one that I walk up to and be like, hey, you want my number? I think he would be like, oh, yeah, it's cool, but like I'm probably not going to call you because I didn't choose you myself. Does right, that make right. sense? I can't explain yeah. it. It's like, yeah. That could be right. It's, yep. it's, it's like the guys that I go after, I know, how can I put it? Like, I'll go after these guys. I know they ain't shit. Like, <laughs> you have any guy that I have to chase after is probably not the guy I want. Does yeah, it make sense? Because yeah. it right. always ends up being that way that I'll chase someone and, and pursue them, and they're always not what it is that I want because they wasn't strong enough to pursue me back. In other words, like Cameron's like, well, you know, guys might be scared to walk up to you because you know you're Leslie Jones. I said, well, yeah. then the, those are the ones that I don't want. The one that I want is the one that goes up to my to my security guard and be like, yo, is it okay if I talk to to Leslie? You know what I'm saying? That's that's what I, I want a guy that's going to pursue me. That's going And I didn't understand that I can have that. Mm-hmm. I always thought, well, no, I'm Leslie Jones. I am aggressive. I got to let him know. But it does come down to the just the come hither look. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. all that I need to distribute. I need to mm-hmm. distribute that, hey, it's okay for you to come over here and talk to me. And if you're bold enough to come and do it, then that's the dude I'm talking to. Yeah. Because you want to talk to me. Yep. I don't want someone I had to chase and convince, hey, take my number. Because they're not going to call you. They're yeah. going to be like, yeah, that was cute and flattering, but no, it's only, so it's, go, only, it's only a percentage of men that really react to that. And it might just be for getting some pussy. Or they might <laughs> be like, oh, yeah, but it never works out. It's situational. It really is. Because sometimes some, I'll walk away from something, and if I hadn't done something, and, you know, you got to think percentage-wise— maybe you're going to land at 20% or one out of five in a situation that's different between men and women. If so, you give someone's number, but I've had situations where I've called women back where I thought, well, that's pretty cool. Like I, I would have just walked out and would never would have seen her again. And so it wasn't even about the, the, the yeah. moment at hand or yeah. the, the dignity but of it or whatever it else. But did it work out? Well, I'm single right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not to say it's I haven't like, enjoyed myself. <laughs> you go up to the pretty woman, say, you want to see my, you want my number? And then you just take out your bicep and it's written right, <laughs> right on your there. bicep like this, right there. 
I think don't. Enough. Hey, listen. You know, especially in today's modern world where everyone's on the phone, everyone's on the internet, and everyone's dating off of these dating apps. It's kind of like a LinkedIn situation. Hey, are you fit to date me? Let me see your resume. I I always do like people who aren't just stuck in their little world, and they'll break through the bubble and say, "Yo." Hey, I saw you. Like, uh, it would be fun to, you know. I mean, but some guys do like that, but I don't think it, I just don't think it works out. Like, I've I've been here a long time and I've watched shit. Not for me. I just, I guess not for me. That's true. It's usually the ones that I pursue, not the ones. Exactly. Because men are hunters. Yeah. Luckily, no girls ever asked for my number, so perfect. It's worked out really well. You're right about the come hither look, too. There is the come hither look. That was your 40s. I heard about your 40s. Neil talks about your 40s. That had nothing to do with people asking for my number. Um, Anyway, let's let's move on. Real quick before we end this segment, Leslie, did you hear this story about, I sent you the Derek Jeter story, right? There was this rumor around for years that Derek Jeter would have women come over to his house, sleep with the women, and then put them in a limo, and in the limo, there'd be a bag, a swag bag with a signed Derek Jeter ball and all this stuff. I don't think I ever believed that. That went around for years (laughs) until finally this documentary on Jeter's coming out. He's like, this was total BS. Never, ever, ever happened. But I love that story when it came out. I'm like, oh my God. I. So I was like, what would you put, Leslie, if you had a swag bag that you gave to a guy on the way out, what would be in the swag first all, bag? First of all, I like the part of the story when he when he said he was in the line and the guy was like, yeah, I give out swag bags because of you. And he turned around and go, you're yeah. a fucking idiot. Fucking idiot. Yeah, because that's some stupid <laughs> idiot ass shit. I wish somebody would ask me for a swag bag. If you don't get your motherfucking ass out of my house, no. <laughs> you, did you get to wash your dick in my fucking shower? That's your goddamn swag bag, bitch. Like, get You give out. me a swag bag every time I leave. That's because you're my to... friend. <laughs> you're my I friend, and I best. have free stuff. What would you put in yours? Mine would be, like, hand sanitizer. You know, stuff, Lenny stuff. Hand <laughs> some, sanitizer. Some Purell, that's what you get. One of these glass cleaners, you know, like, clean your eyeglasses, maybe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did you have maybe a snack. on there? Panties? Why That's a good one. Panties? Why? <laughs> they need new panties. What the fuck are you doing to them in their apartment? You know, there's always an extra pair of panties. Like, Ew, oh, that's so that gross. is. What would you put in there? Some diet? You know, I'm the book? not gonna that, go the with the swag book? bag. I yeah. would never do that. But I, I do like. I you know, what's funny is if you date somebody, you get turned on to different products. So a lot of times. Even after a relationship, I'll be like, "How did I get that habit?" Oh, damn! Yeah, so well, getting I, that girl. Like, wait a second, I really like bounce dryer sheets, or I really if, like exactly. little stuff. If I where gave, I'm like, if I that was from her. Back. Yeah, I took that from her. Judith, what is it? Go ahead, Judith. Tell me. I don't know. Though. I, I'm. I love food. Maybe it's this uh, conversation about eating healthy. I'm thinking about eating all the wrong things, but you know, throwing some you flaming put hot snacks Cheetos in the bag for their way like, home. Some carrots and celery. Oh, nope. some carrots. And celery. So maybe some hummus. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not going back to her place. What a shitty swag bag. You're like the worst house on Halloween. <laughs> oh my god, that is terrible. Jordan, what would you do, Jordan? Ooh, I would throw in some sandals. <laughs> sandals for a guy. Why yeah. sandals? Some Birkenstocks? Are you talking about like flip-flops? Yeah. I th- okay, flip-flops, I yeah. can see. Because maybe you wouldn't want to put yeah, your shoes on when you leave. In case you want to go to the I mean, And then I would, I would also put a shirt that says, I fucked, and then <laughs> have my name. <laughs> oh, shit, I wish I thought and of like that. It was yeah. this lousy yeah, T-shirt. I wish I had thought of that, yeah. Oh, I fucked Leslie uh, Jones. That's awesome. Oh, that's, now that she said that, I'm, I, and I'm not going to do a T-shirt, a t-shirt. I'm going to do a mug. Because I want them to use that motherfucker every day and drink your coffee. I fuck Leslie Jones. Yes. Oh, man, that's hilarious. All right. The way we're at the end of the show now and the way we end it every week is one of our fuckery of the weeks. We're each going to do a fuckery of the week. I, you want me to go first, Les? Yes, because I have no clue what mine is. All right. Mine's going to be this week I'm talking about all the things at the grocery store. I don't understand when... You know, my whole life, you go to the grocery store, you pick your items, you put it in the basket of the thing, you take them up to the counter... They check them out. They put them in the bag for you. You leave. When did it turn over that now I'm working at the grocery <laughs> store? I got to do everything. I got to check myself out. I got to make sure I get the codes in. If I can't put the codes in, I can't get my items. I got to weigh it myself, all the fruit. I got to put it in the bag myself. Then I got to pay for my own bag. I mean, am I working here? 
Well, this is ridiculous. That what play, happened? That that aisle was made for motherfuckers like you who like to bitch about how long you've been standing in the fucking aisle. I think I can do that shit faster. You ain't doing shit but sliding it across the thing. What the fuck is taking you so long? You can count it. How the fuck you don't know the codes? That's for you motherfuckers that want okay, that standing in the grocery line like hurry up, bitch, count your pennies. That's for you motherfuckers. Do can your I have own the bag shit. for free? No, bitch. Why? Why I gotta walk around with a bag everywhere I, like I gotta go now? I like self-checkout. I like it. I like feeling part of the fucking store. <laughs> what if you... Oh, let, what if you drop one at the checkout I used to work as, a, as a cashier, so I'd know how to do it, so... You know, All right, I, fine. Fuckery of the That's week my fuckery of the week. I'm not doing any work, and I'm not bringing a bag. Suck it. <laughs> you bring I'm a bag so you can save the I'm not bringing a bag what am earth. I you want to save the earth you need to, why are you putting all these plastic I bags say, that, I recycle that kills everything. dolphins in the middle of I'll the ocean give me a paper bag I'll recycle the paper bag give me a break I'm not I, I, that oh, is funny hey, that I you recycle some, I'm not walking bag. around with a bag <laughs> are you done complaining about your I'm fucking done, done, misery okay <laughs> my fuckery of the week is haters Oh, yo, it's just like you never get rid of them. So it's just like when I when I was trying to become a comedian, I was like, yo, I'm going to get to a level where, you know, everybody going to love me. You're like, it's just like I'm going to pass this level where everybody's going and everybody's going to see all the hard work I'm doing. Everybody's going to know that I was in the ditches with them. So when I make it, it's going to be different. People are going to treat me different. People are going to be like, no, nah, no, nah, she's one of the ones who like really earned her way up. And, and I'm not saying that that there's not comics that do that. There's not, you know, people who do that. But most it's just like complete portrayal and it doesn't make any sense. And so my fuckery of the week is new level, new devil. The haters are on every fucking level. They they and And the thing that I'm starting to learn, too, is the attention that you give to them. Like... This just recent, like, well, I mean, by the time this comes out, this would be a dead subject, and I hate to even bring it up. But I had a black woman who literally is identical, looks identical to me, call me a grape ape. A grape ape. Now, let me tell you, the first time that when she said it, it was so shocking to me the first time I heard it. I was like, what? <laughs> I started laughing because I was like, oh, shit, this bitch called me a grape ape. That is bold as fuck. Like, because I remember Grape Ape. You remember the, the cartoon character Grape Ape, right? Of course. One of my fucking favorite characters, actually. I was like, fuck, Grape I was like, but damn, that's, you know, cutting cold to the fucking bone. But I think the <laughs> thing that really, the second thing that popped in my head was, I don't understand, but she looks just like me. We literally are twins. I look like her, one of her daughters. So I didn't understand how she was saying that about me and we looked the same. I just didn't, I was like, is she blind? Does she think that she's a different color? Does she, is she seeing something that I'm not seeing? And, and the fact that both were two black people attacking another black person, it just, that type of shit just makes me sad because it's like, it, it's like, are you kidding me that that shit didn't move all the way up here? That we got black people fighting against black people. You think that's why the fuck we are where we are? Because we keep fighting each other and keep downing each other? Like, what the fuck do you think is going to happen for you by calling me a fucking ape? Nothing. Motherfuckers is going to come out the woodwork because they love me and they don't know you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's and, exactly what happened. Your and, fans exactly. went, broke My it fans, down and like, what are you talking about? The fuck is wrong with you? And, and I, uh, this is what I always tell people. What's your end game? What's your motherfucking end game? Whenever you're being a fucking asshole, I heard this once, and I remember thinking, that is such a good reason not to be an asshole. What the fuck is your end game? Is your end game to make everybody as miserable as you? Is your end game to make somebody think that you look witty or smart because you've stomped someone or you've made them feel bad about who they are? What's your motherfucking end game? Because I would say that it's not a very sturdy one and it fades away so fast when you use evil and badness to, to be successful. I swear the negative energy that you think is going to elevate you, it does not do that for long. That shit comes back on you. That's what negative energy is. You can't live in it. You have to be balanced. 
you have to be balanced. Like Trump and it thought, did with these two. Yeah, yep. but think about the Trump, the whole Trump thing. The, 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 all of it's a shock thing. Just, just what we talk about comedians. People think that they can come on and just say the most shocking thing and, ooh, now, that shit is like a wave on the beach. It has yeah. just, it's a very good thing of just what he said. You can fucking do that fad. You tie-boeing and shit. You tie-boeing. You tie-boeing two years, motherfucker, because your knee hurt now. You can't tie-bow no more. But you did a boring, regular fucking workout that's good for your joints and the flexibility of your muscles. Now you doing that shit. Like, because the thing with me and Thaddeus was, hey, Thaddeus, come up here, get me ready. Because when you leave, I want to be able to do that in the gym. I want to be able to go to the gym and know what it is I'm supposed to be doing. That's smart shit. That's that's yeah, positivity. So when you use negative shit to get up on someone, I promise to God, it never works. Especially when you work against a motherfucker like me that is has done nothing but use their life as a sacrifice. I was built for hard. Nothing you can say will penetrate me. I've been called everything, you piece of shits. <laughs> Every time you get behind your computer and think you about to say something so shocking and hurtful to me, trust and believe I got something that's three times as worse. So go fuck yourself and use that energy. Like my t-shirt says today, work on you first. And then come for me. That's my fuckery of the week. That was good. That was good. Yeah, the hate is unsustainable. And these guys took a nice beating on your social yeah, media. Yeah, because, you know, haters ain't nothing but confused fans. Thaddeus, thank you for coming in and straightening us Pleasure. out on some of these items. I'm so inspired. I will He's not right. eat jelly beans when I go home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he's still going to eat bread. I'll check in with Leslie and see how it's going for you. <laughs> uh, if there's no shot of me not eating bagels ever again. Just tell me, Thaddeus, where can people find you? Where do you want people to, to locate you? And, and Find me on my website at trainwiththaddeus.com. And that's my name is spelled T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S. And then move with Thaddeus on Instagram. And you can see the training that I do with Leslie on her Instagram page. Yep. Yep. Hit me up. And Thaddeus is going to whip her into some serious shape. Uh, mm -hmm. Leslie Jones will be all <laughs> sticking her head in comedy clubs, yes. working on her new hour every now and then. You can see her tonight at, and, and many nights at the L.A. Sparks games. Yes, baby. I'm going to go see my girls play. And remember, if you have links or anything for us or, you know, advice, you can go to fuckerypodcasts at gmail.com and you can follow us at, at fuckerypodcasts on Instagram and Twitter and everything like that. Fuckery Podcast is F-C-K-R-Y podcast at gmail.com. Letters and voice memos are welcome. You want to follow me? It's at Lenny Marcus NYC on all platforms. And I'm a regular at the Comedy Cellar here in New York City. Follow Leslie at at LesDog. And that's Les D-O-G-G-G-G. Three G's on Twitter. Four G's on Instagram. Five G's on TikTok. That's because that G gig greater, son. <laughs> the fuckery of Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus was created by and stars Leslie Jones and Lenny Marcus. The show is produced by Judith Cargbo. And our audio engineer is Jordan Duffy. Jordan! Music for this show is done by Marina Pais. This is an Earwolf production. We'll see you next week. Because the wolves got ears. <laughs>